The Islanders meet the Rangers Sunday as part of the NHL Stadium Series as the rivalry heads outdoors. We have a full preview of the game and a lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Friday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show. But first, if there's something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to talk about on a future episode, you can email us at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, We're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on X at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on X at Ice Wars, NYR, VSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long, and I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So join me for some instant insight and analysis. But it's great to talk Islanders hockey with you, game time or any time. Sunday, the big day. Islanders facing the Rangers, believe it or not, for the first time since December of 2022 in a game that counts. And we're going to have a full preview coming up. But first, I wanted to talk about one Islanders player who I think has benefited more than anybody else, at least in the way that he's played under Patrick Waugh since the change in coaches took place. And I think you can make an argument that, you know, Ilya Sorokin is the answer to that question. And I'd put him a close second right now. Sorokin certainly benefiting from a, a little bit more of a rotation now with, uh, you know, with Semyon Varlamov in that Sorokin and Varley, you know, it's not a 50-50 split, but it's not 80-20 to either. And, and obviously having a healthy Varlamov helps. More than that, you know, we see the goaltenders, both of them, benefiting from the more organized, in-your-own-zone system that Patrick Waugh is trying to implement. And at least... The number of shots allowed per game has gone down. 
And that's important if you're the New York Islanders. Uh, but there's one other player who has really benefited from the change. And that right now is Kyle Palmieri. In the eight games that the Islanders have played since the switchover in coaches, Kyle Palmieri has four goals and three assists. That's seven points in eight games for Palms. And look, we saw he scored the only goal against the Kraken, that one coming on the power play. And, you know, right now, three of the four goals he's scored have tied the games. Two of them have come late in the third period. Uh, you know, he's not only scoring and setting people up, but he's also getting it done in the clutch. And that has definitely been beneficial. And one of the things we're seeing from Kyle Palmieri is he is shooting more and he's going to the net more. And I think that is a positive change that we've needed to see from Palms really all year. And, you know, the thing about Palmieri, he is more than capable of getting hot and carrying a team on his back. The problem is, and this is the key in my mind going forward, Kyle Palmieri has always been a streaky player. And I, I want to make sure, I like what I'm seeing from Palmieri. He's doing better uh, you know, he got off to a really nice start the first, what, 10 games, 9 games of the season, and then has more or less cooled off since then, and now another hot streak here in February. To me, you really want to see that this is not another hot streak where Palms is just going to play well for 7 games or so, 8 games, 10 games, and then we'll be like, putting out an all-points bulletin, missing in action, Kyle Palmieri, where is this guy? Why don't we see him on the ice? Uh, the hot and cold thing has been typical of Palmieri, certainly since he's been an Islander. Uh, Patrick Waugh really is high on him, and he seems to be responding to Waugh's system. Here's what Waugh told the Hockey News about Kyle Palmieri. He's a great vet. He's been in New Jersey. He's here. I feel like he's doing every detail really well. Plays on the wing. I just sense that Brock and him have a very good connection. The chemistry between the two is really, really good. And I'm very lucky to have good vets like this. So, Palmieri has got to keep it up. He's got to keep it going because the Islanders are still desperate for secondary scoring, and Palmieri is top six, second power play unit. He's a guy you need. Right now, he's second on the team with seven power play goals. He has 15 power play points. Only one player, well, two players, rather, on the team have more. That's Noah Dobson, who has 21, and Matthew Barzal with 19. 
Palms still on pace right now for better than a 20-goal season. And knock wood, Kyle Palmieri has stayed healthy and played in all 53 games for the Islanders. So we want to see more continued success for Kyle Palmieri. He's got 32 points through 53 games. He's on pace probably for about 21, 22 goals if he stays healthy the rest of the season total, uh, and maybe 45 points. And, you know, hopefully he just stays hot. And, you know, different players respond to different systems and different coaches and different ways and approaches. So far, it looks pretty solid that, Kyle Palmieri is doing a good job of responding to what Patrick Waugh is trying to do. He seems to have a little extra jump in his step, and I am hoping he can keep that going for the Islanders because, you know, I still think right now at this stage in his career, Kyle Palmieri is ideally suited, maybe second power play, But I think he's more of a third-line winger than he is a legitimate top six on a good offensive team. But if he can get you 25 goals, let's say, for the season, which would mean 10 in the last 29 games, uh, you know, minimum, maybe he can earn, you know, that distinct designation as a second-line guy As far as the Islanders go, because of his chemistry with Brock Nelson and because they lack other alternatives that are legitimate top six guys, Palms is second line, and he's going to stay there up and until some changes are made to this roster. All right, we have got more to get to on today's show. We're going to talk about the latest injury updates, who did practice, who didn't. We'll talk about that, and uh, we'll also have our Islanders' birthday of the day, a checking center who was with the Islanders through the mid to late 70s and really is sort of an overlooked player who really helped the Islanders stabilize themselves under Al Arbor. Let's see if you can guess who that is. We've got that and a whole lot more still coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. 
And now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV and the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now, available on the free Fire TV channels app. So, uh, a couple of injury updates. Uh, not to get overly alarmed right now, but for the last two days, Matthew Barzal has not been at practice. When the Islanders did their heavy skating practice on Wednesday, Matthew Barzal had a quote-unquote maintenance day. Thursday, again, second day in a row, Islanders have practice. Matthew Barzal not on the ice, again, considered a maintenance day. And Patrick Waugh did say he was confident that Barzal would be available Sunday when the Islanders take on the Rangers outdoors at the Meadowlands. Now, another update at practice. Hudson Fashing back on the ice, skating with the team at practice for the first time since he suffered a lower body injury against the Canadiens back on January 25th. Fashing basically said he felt good after Thursday's skate, but he said, you know, it's up to Patrick Waugh to give you guys an update as to my availability. And uh, after practice, Patrick Waugh did not give an update about his availability. So still not sure on a couple of things. Number one, will Hudson Fashing be ready to play on Sunday? Is he even going to be available Again, we don't know. That could be a game-time decision. But as of right now, he is at least making progress. And then, if he is indeed ready to play, do they put him back in the lineup? And if so, who sits? Do you sit Oliver Wallstrom again? Do you sit, you know, Matt Martin? Do you sit Cal Clutterbuck? Do you rotate, you know, fashing into the fourth line, third line? Where do you put him? A lot of unanswered questions. We haven't seen a lot of fashing, you know, mainly because of the injury, but uh, under Patrick Waugh. So we will keep an eye on what happens with fashing. You know, fashing has not seemed to find the same chemistry and consistency this year that he had last year. I get the feeling he really misses Zach Parise, who was a mentor and, and, and a guy who led by example for him. But let's see. I also get the feeling that Fashing would do well under the Patrick Waugh system. So we have to see, you know, how that plays out. But as of now, Fashing making progress and getting closer to a possible return. Now, hard to believe, again, that the Islanders... Here we are, past the halfway mark of February, and the Islanders and Rangers have not met as of right now, all season long. And last year, the, you know, the teams played all their games. They were over by December. Now they're squeezing all the games into February, March, and April. I prefer, to be honest with you, if, if, if they're going to 
you know, contract them all and squeeze them all in. I prefer February, March, and April to October, November, and December. But I, I really miss the, the days when these two teams met five, six, seven, eight times a year and then met again in the playoffs. I mean, you know, those were some great days. I wrote my book about, you know, the rivalry between the Islanders and the Rangers, and uh, I, I miss it. But, uh, what, you know, I, it, it, they have not met these two teams since December 22nd, 2022, at least in a regular season game. That's a long time. Did not meet in calendar year 2023 at all, except in the preseason. And, uh, you know, Matthew Barzal addressed it directly. I guess it's been that long, eh? Uh, I'm sure it'll take just one shift to get that hatred back. I, I love that rivalry. Brock Nelson adds, it's kind of crazy we haven't played them yet. There's going to be a lot of excitement and buzz around the game, given it's the first matchup of the year, and especially that it's outdoors and everything that goes with that. It'll be an exciting day. Noah Dobson, anytime it's Isles, Rangers, there's a lot of energy in the building. There's that interstate rivalry. It always makes for a fun and exciting game with high intensity. And I'm looking forward to that. You know, before we get in-depth into our preview about the game on Sunday, and again, it's a 3 o'clock Eastern time start, and you can hear the entire Islanders hometown broadcast on Sirius XM. Just go to the SXM app and search for Islanders. But, you know, outdoor games, in my mind, are a mixed blessing. Uh, I covered the outdoor game between the Islanders and the Rangers back in 2014 at Yankee Stadium. Four Islanders uh, who are still with the team played in that game. And, you know, it was a great experience. I, I, I remember how cold I was. Uh, really, really cold. And they had, you know, those like French fry lamps in the press box. And it didn't do any good. And I must have had like eight hot chocolates to try to keep warm. It Nothing helped. But I loved every minute of the pageantry and the atmosphere and all of that. To me, the outdoor games are fun, but the build-up to them and the feeling around them is better than the actual game. Because no matter how much better the technology gets, the ice is never as good as it is indoors. And the puck doesn't bounce truly like it does in an indoor arena. It's not as consistent. And usually the quality of play is a little bit lower in an outdoor game than it is at a typical game. So I love the atmosphere. I love the hype. I mean, Yankee Stadium, where they did it 10 years ago, that's a historical venue. We've seen some really great Venues out there, Wrigley Field, Fenway Park, uh, Michigan Stadium. Uh, you know, I love some of the different venues that they've held these games at. I love the fact that it's Islanders and Rangers, and this just adds to that moment, and that you'll have, you know, 60,000 fans. Hopefully, it'll be 
you know, close to 50-50 in, in, you know, the division of fans, Islander fans to Ranger fans. But regardless, you know, the atmosphere, the buildup, all of that is great. The hockey, well, you know, not as good to me as a regular game once it gets started. But still, when you think about the fact that this now has happened to the Islanders once every 10 years, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to it, and I can't wait to watch this game on Sunday. All right, we have got a lot more to discuss on today's show. Uh, Among other things, uh, we're going to preview Sunday's game, Islanders, Rangers, outdoors, at the Meadowlands. So I'm looking forward to that. We'll break it all down for you, the keys to victory, all of that, plus our Islanders' birthday of the day, still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Camino Consulting. How would you like to get to know someone better in an hour than you would in a year? Understanding one another better prevents small misunderstandings from becoming big, ongoing fights. After providing more than 20 years of service to small and mid-sized businesses, helping management groups navigate conflict and onboarding new employees, Camino is now offering a digital seminar for families and couples. Did your Valentine's gift of tickets to the game not go over as well as you hoped? Get Couples and family get the couples and family online seminar for 25% off for the month of February using the discount code Locked On. Again, that's discount discount code Locked On L O C K E D O N for 25% off for the rest of the month at www.caminoconsulting.ca or mention Locked On when reaching out for a business seminar. And receive the first five profiles free. Again, that's CaminoConsulting.ca. And use the promo code LOCKEDON. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7. Covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports today, now available on the free Fire TV channels app. Islanders, Rangers, 3 o'clock Sunday, outdoors, at the Meadowlands. I can't wait for this one. Remember, you can hear every minute of this game on the Islanders' hometown broadcast on Sirius XM. Go to the SXM app and do a search for Islanders. Islanders facing the Rangers. They remain six points pretty comfortably in first place in the Metropolitan Division. Islanders are not going to catch the Rangers this year unless the Islanders go on a tear and the Rangers uh, have a bit of a collapse. But, But remember, these two rivals, they haven't met in the playoffs since 1994, and I would love Nothing more, and I think there'd be nothing better for New York area hockey than to see these two teams meet in the playoffs again for the first time in, wow, the first time in 30 years. Uh, Two goalies, obviously, on this team. Igor Shesterkin, who is not having as good a year as he normally does, and Jonathan Quick, who has really surprised a lot of people by having such a good year. Quick 
is only starting about a third of the games, but he has outdone Shesterkin statistically. Goals against average, Shesterkin 278, quick 227. Save percentage, Shesterkin 902, quick 919. Quick even has more shutouts than Shesterkin 2 to 1, even though he started 18 games and Shesterkin 34. This team right now is 11th in the league in goals scored, 8th in the league in goals against. They are up near the top in both statistics and on special teams. Power play is 5th, 25.6% conversion rate. The PK is 5th, 83.7% success rate. What does that mean? It means the Islanders' power play will have a challenge, and it means the Islanders have got to do a good job of staying out of the box Otherwise, the Rangers can make them pay. And if you look at it, uh, three different Rangers are Temi Panarin, Chris Kreider, Vincent Trocek, each have nine power play goals already this season. Panarin has 19 assists, Alex Lafreniere 17 assists on the power play This is a team that is dangerous with the extra attacker, and the Islanders certainly have to beware. If the Islanders do not play smart positional hockey in their own zone, the Rangers are the kind of team with their speed and their skill that can make the Islanders pay. Looking at the line combinations for the Rangers, Mika Zabinijad centering Chris Kreider and Blake Wheeler on the top line. Wheeler uh, a little bit shaken up at one point during the Thursday night game between the uh, Montreal Canadiens and the Rangers, so we'll check on his availability for Sunday. Trocek centers Panarin and Lafreniere on the second line. Johnny Brzezinski centers Will Coyle and Capo Caco on the third line. And then the fourth line, Barclay Goodrow, the pivot, Jimmy Vesey, and Adam Edstrom on either side of him. Ryan Lindgren and the ever-dangerous Adam Fox are the top defense pairing. Keandre Miller and Jacob Truba, a solid second pairing. And Eric Gustafson and Braden Schneider are the third pairing. The goalies, as we mentioned, quick and Shesterkin, Philip Cheadle on IR as of right now. Do not expect him back in time for Sunday's game. Hopefully, hopefully the Islanders are smart defensively. If we see them do what they did against Seattle and have difficulty getting the puck out of their own zone, they're going to be in trouble. And if they take foolish penalties, which I must say, as bad as the Islanders have played the last two, two games... They haven't taken a lot of really bad penalties, and that is certainly progress under Wah. Gotta have a strong game from Ilya Sorokin, and the fact that we'll probably be seeing Sorokin and Shesterkin going head-to-head. They're friends from even before they got to North America and to New York. That is going to be a fun rivalry within the rivalry for these two teams. So, looking forward to this game Sunday, outdoors, home of the Jets and Giants. 
Should be a good one. Can't wait. All right, time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And today is the 71st birthday for former Islander center Andre St. Laurent. He is a native of the province of Quebec, fourth-round pick of the Islanders in their second NHL draft ever, 1973. Split that first season between uh, their top farm club in Fort Worth and the big club, and stayed with the Islanders through the early part of the 77-78 season when he was dealt to Detroit. Had his best year with Detroit, 31 goals, 70 points uh, in 77-78. But with the Islanders, Andre St. Laurent, a great third-line checking center. He was the guy, you you get him, uh, you know, and his line mates, they would go out there and just work you to death. And they were a pain in the rear end for opposing teams to face. You know, St. Laurent never scored more than 14 goals in a season as an Islander, but he really knew how to keep other teams from scoring and be pesky as heck on that New York Islanders team. And, you know, it would be... Bobby Nystrom and Andre St. Laurent, uh, you know, those guys would just skate and work and, and grind you down until you were, I don't want to say given up, but you, you, you were in a battle when that banana line, as they were known, came at you. And they were called the banana line because in practice they wore the yellow practice jerseys. Andre St. Laurent's best offensive game as an Islander. How about January 28th, 1975 at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum when it was the new barn. Islanders hosting the Minnesota North Stars. Pete Lepresti, the goal for, goalie for Minnesota, battling Billy Smith, the netminder for the Islanders. And in this game, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Andre St. Laurent, two goals and an assist. He was a plus two. He had five shots on goal, and the Islanders skated past the North Stars six to two. His first goal opened the scoring. Lorne Henning, Ed Westfall on the assist. Uh, then in the third period, he assisted on a goal by Bob Nystrom, Gary Howitt, the other assist. And then Nystrom and Howitt set up St. Laurent midway through the third period. That's the scoring for Andre St. Laurent and that line of St. Laurent. Howitt, Nystrom, that was one heck of a line for the New York Islanders back in the day. So happy birthday to Andre St. Laurent. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day, every dayers. We will be back on Monday. We'll talk all about the atmosphere and what it was like to be at this outdoor game. Plus, of course, we'll have our key takeaways and uh, our hero and go to the game and a lot more. So make sure you join us for that. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe. Holiday Monday for President's Day, but we will be back normal time. Enjoy the weekend. And of course, let's go Islanders.